Well, Happy New Year. Happy 2021. Today, I'm going to be talking about my word of the year. I'm going to be sharing with you why I have a word of the year, what it has done for me, and how I am plan on using it. And if you haven't picked a word for the year, or maybe this is just something new for you, picking a word for the year, you're going to love this episode. So let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Welcome. This is just such a fun time of the year. And if you've heard me say in some of my previous episodes, a new year is like a new wardrobe. You know, you get to clean out your closet, get rid of the stuff that, wow, I just don't like this anymore, or it's just, it doesn't feel good on, it's out of style, and you get to bring in new stuff. It's kind of like Christmas Day all over again. So that's kind of what this time of the year is for me. And I wanted to share with you what my word of the year was last year and what it is for this year. But before I do that, I'm wondering if you've heard of Clubhouse, which is a new audio-only live social media platform. It's currently, as of the recording of this show, it is only available on the iPhone. So it's very much a mobile device at the moment. And if you are on Clubhouse, feel free to come and follow me. My name on Clubhouse, I'll put down in the show notes, but it is Lori Ann M. Because you can only have 15 characters, so I couldn't put the whole Lori Ann Mirabito. But for those of you who don't know what it is, here's my analogy. It's like going to a big, giant conference with lots of breakout sessions going on at the exact same time. And you can peek your head into each of these rooms to see, hey, do I want to like stay here in this discussion? I mean, there's titles so that you know essentially what they're going to be talking about. But you get to like peek in, take a little listen, raise your hand to get up onto the stage to essentially like, hey, I have a question or I wanted to share an answer. I'm finding it to be a lot of fun. So let's get on to word of the year. My word of the year last year was courageous. And I would say, looking back on 2021, you know, there were some very courageous moments. One of them, you know, which might not seem like I needed to have that much courage, but I started a podcast. I started this podcast, and you do have to have some element of courageousness in there because it's a new form of media. My podcast recording muscle wasn't very strong. And I'm really glad that I've done this. This is such a wonderful way to connect with my audience. I love the messages that I get. I love the reviews that I'm seeing. And feel free to DM me over on Instagram. That's really the best place if you want to talk or have a question or just leave a comment regarding the podcast. So I'm really, really enjoying this. One of the things that I've noticed in the past uh, five to six months is, you know, is how I'm learning and growing myself. And, you know, like we're all human beings, so we are constantly evolving. 
And so what I realized was there were some parts of my past, my past businesses, my past entrepreneurial journey, uh, my past careers that I don't talk a lot about. And in hindsight, like I've really been doing my audience a disservice because of that. So here's what my word is. It's own it. For 2021, my word is own it. So how do I use a word of the year? I use the word of the year. It's kind of, it's going to be my theme. So my theme for 2021 is going to be owning it. And another way that I'll use it is that I can use it as a filter. Do I want to say yes to this opportunity? Well, is this opportunity, and this is just an example, is this opportunity helping me own it? Step more into owning it? Or is it actually going to be pulling me away? Is offering this program, is writing this content, is recording this podcast, maybe not this one, but maybe like a future one, content, videos, podcasts, is it helping me own it or not? So that's another way that you can use your word of the year. I use it as a filter. I use it as a theme. I use it to remind myself. One of the ideas that I got from one of the um, women in the high-end mastermind that I'm in is she had shared with us that she actually writes her word at the top of her journal every single day. And I love that. And I just want to like share that with you. That's something that I'm going to be adopting as well. So back to how I haven't been owning it. Because you're probably thinking if you're especially if you're new to the podcast, you might be wondering, well, what other businesses, Lorian, do you have? So here's a little bit of a little bit of my past. I was in direct patient care. That was what I did when I immediately got out of college. And I went from there over to the medical device corporate arena. And from there, I fell into coaching. I actually started learning coaching because I found it to be an amazing form of communication. And my goal was to use it to learn how to communicate more effectively with my team and with customers. But I fell in love with it. And so when I left my corporate job with no marketing skills, no business plan, I started a healthcare consulting business. From there, I transitioned into life coaching which transitioned into executive coaching. And from there, I wrote a couple of books. I've written a lot of workbooks, also around leadership and emotional intelligence. And I became a professional speaker and did more coaching in the executive and leadership industry there. And from there, I took another pivot. And this happened about three years ago into business coaching. And my coaching practice now combines all of the above. It combines, you know, running a business, starting a business, you know, deciding to pivot from that business. How do you market? How do you speak? You know, whether you're speaking on stages, on Zoom, one-on-one, just how do you also do a live and feel really comfortable about it? I now help my clients with podcasts, with writing the right book. That's very key. And I share with my clients how my particular process that I use to become Amazon bestsellers. And so I share that with them also. And so my one-on-one clients benefit from all of this. So you're going to hear me talking more about my past and how I'm owning it. 
And so here's a little bit of me owning all of that experience that you just heard. I have over 20 years of experience in coaching. You know, I'm not one of the founders by any means, but I'm certainly one of the early adopters. You know, back in the days when I started, not so much the life coaching, but when I kind of transitioned into the leadership and executive coaching, back then, coaching was actually used to correct bad behavior. Um, If you weren't doing really well with your team or your department, they might bring in a coach. So having a coach actually back then was kind of like, you're not doing a good job versus towards as I kept moving around in executive coaching and along my executive coaching journey, coaching was then used as a bonus, as a perk. You're doing so well. We want to make sure that you keep doing well. And that was back when I was coaching a lot in healthcare, you know, because there's so many interesting facets to healthcare. But today, Today, one of the reasons why my clients hire me is so that they can get in that fast express lane because I'm like their GPS, you know, and 20 years is a long time with a lot of experience. And with that lot of experience comes, I've coached a lot of different personalities. I've seen a lot of the same problems that arise that show up in coaching. They're just dressed differently, have a different jacket on, if you will. You know, if we were to strip down all of those different different problems that clients show up with, there's fear that's underneath there. Fear about something. Fear about not doing a good job. Fear about not being worthy. Fear about feeling like that imposter. And a lot of times, because I've had this 20 years of experience, I'm able to see these things a whole lot quicker. So you're going to see me owning my 20 years of experience a little bit more. And the funny thing is, is you're probably wondering, why weren't you owning your experience up to this point? And for some reason, again, this goes back to just a human being constantly evolving. I kind of kept it in a little box. Like, oh, that was my previous life. That's got nothing to do with being an online business coach, and nothing could be further from the truth. So I'm sharing this with you because I want you also to understand, own your past, own your achievements, own it all, because everything, both the good, the bad, the highs, the lows, all have gotten you to where you are today. And that you need to own and share that with your audience and your clients so that they know, oh, she's not a brand new coach. She's got 20 years of experience or she has started four different businesses from the ground up. You know, I want you to own all of your greatness and own those valleys because you obviously got out of those valleys. So you know how to help somebody else out of those valleys. So that's what I want you to uh, take away from this show. So a little bit more of me owning it. I want to share a couple of client wins. I've had two clients this month get light bulb clarity. That's what I kind of call it. They've gotten these amazing light bulb moments. And I'm one of these coaches that I don't always say, I don't say, so what do you want to talk about today? What's most on your mind? If I notice that there's a roadblock, that whether my client sees or maybe they don't see it, 
I'm one of these coaches that says, hey, there's something in the way here. And here's what we need to start talking about. Here's what I'm noticing. Here's what I see you do. Here's a pattern that you that you seem to run into again and again and again. So these two clients actually showed up very different. One was doing all the work. She got wrapped up in the doing over and over. Like she was just like, hey, I'm plugging along. I'm plugging along. I'm doing great. And the other client was actually procrastinating. She was avoiding doing things. She was using excuses like, oh, this is going on. Kids are homeschooling. We're getting ready for the holidays. So it can show up differently. But basically what was happening was that both of them were confused. They hadn't really narrowed down who they were working with. And one of them hadn't even narrowed down. Suddenly her message became very muddled. And I had to say like, hey, this is confusing me. And I know you and your business. And if I'm confused, guess what? Your audience is really confused. So both of them had light bulb clarity moments. And this was a huge win for both of them because now they know where to share their expertise, like what Facebook groups to be jumping into, what LinkedIn groups to be jumping into, creating rooms or clubs over in Clubhouse, for example, doing some Instagram lives and being a little bit more focused with their hashtags, their content, their videos, their lives, all of that stuff are super focused because they're super focused and they're addressing the problems of their audience, they're going to attract the right people. As a matter of fact, one of them has already signed on a couple of clients because she got really focused. And because of that, that's not only money in the bank, but that's when you can actually also raise your fees because you're standing out. So I just wanted to share, I'm super proud of my clients. They always just They share with me their wins, and it just makes me grin. I'm like that very happy, proud mama bear right now, and I just had to share that with everybody. So I don't know what your word is of the year, but I hope that this show has helped you get a little more clarity on what a word of the year is for. How are you going to use it? Why are you going to use it? And you know, maybe you start journaling and you start journaling with your word. Maybe you get some word art. That's actually what I'm looking for. I'm looking for some on Etsy that I'm going to pick out some interesting word art that says own it so that when I'm in my office, I can just look up and see like own it, Lorianne, own it. And I also want to share with you, if you're still getting tripped up and wondering if it's mindset or beliefs or your current circumstances are still holding you back and they're preventing you from making the kind of money that you know that you really want to be making, then I want to encourage you to book a call with me. You're going to walk away knowing exactly what you need to do to shift, to change or rewrite, to easily make success your new nickname. You can book that free call at chatwithla.com and the link will be down in the show notes. So I hope you have a fabulous week. We've got a couple of great episodes coming up this month. Until then, happy, happy new year. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review 
And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.